Hello, this is Guru Brando, your host of Positively Entertaining Conversations, and we are with curious guest, Beth. This is the wife. Hello, darling. Thank you for being here. Oh, hello. Thank you for having me. Today we're talking about a hard subject, especially a tough subject for us. Communication. <laughs> well, I've been talking to Quentin. Q. I've been talking to Q about um, passive-aggressive communication, how he talked, or how he still talks. And I want to talk about how we communicate, but the interesting thing is we reversed how we've been communicating for years. We actually went from you communicating passively, me communicating aggressively, to us communicating assertively. Yes. But we're working on it. We're not like yeah, we're not there fully yet. there. But you today get to tell everybody there on how aggressive I used to be and what changes you kind of noticed. How did it affect you? You know, because I have OCD, lots of triggery anxiety. And so I had an aggressive way I communicated. Yeah, I, I think that for the most part, you know, I was just on edge a lot. You know, I didn't know what I could bring to you and what I couldn't, you know, and and um, any of these situations, you know, I was equally volatile. So it was difficult to to handle sometimes, you know. And I'm glad that we've, and I'm glad that you've, you know, you know, taken those those steps, you know, to to get the training that you got, yeah, so that we could move. Um, go ahead. <coughs> part of my issue is just like everybody has issues when regardless of how you communicate when you're triggered you feel a certain way and so often passivity triggers me yeah. so we were triggering each other because you get triggered by really aggressive type people especially aggressive men and um and it would be i, I think for the most part i wanted to be more of a passive person because I knew that if I wasn't passive I was going to be hyper aggressive what made you believe you would be hyper aggressive because I couldn't control my temper did you and have every, everything was setting me off everything was pissing me off so you were hyper triggery like me you know we both have PTSD I have severe depression and OCD and you have PTSD with what? Um, anxiety and depression. Anxiety and depression. So we both have the same kind of thing going on, and we've been raising kids for a while. You know, I, I think we both finally started communicating effectively like this past year. I mean, just yeah. this past year. Definitely. And we've been married 18 years. It's not like that we weren't communicating. Years. It's just that our I methods. said effectively. Yeah communicating effectively um, we had a lot of arguments we still disagree oh, yeah. and we still get loud don't get it twisted you know I'm country so we do but as far as being able to sit down and not be defensive either one of us um, I think we've gained a lot of maturity in that yeah, yeah. Um, it would <laughs> piss me off so badly I don't know just like every man and his wife what do you want to eat honey I don't know whatever you want 
No, it's a trap. It's always a trap, and we had that problem. Well, I'm making the food now, so I know. <laughs> yeah, you are. That's why I'm fat. But, <clears throat> you know, that is the old adage that the woman is always passive and the man is always aggressive. However, that was not the case because at the time, you were living as a man and I was living as a woman. And that was the oddity in our relationship at that time. You know, because... I was hot-headed and angry all the time. I was physical, not with you, but physical, you know. I would punch a wall. Um, but here you were, you would isolate and you would get quiet and you wouldn't say anything when you were upset. And it was very odd because you then would, you know, take it somewhere else. You know, you were you were a good deflector, taking it somewhere else. I had my moments, you know. Well, you know, what? I've had my moments of hole in the wall punching and hole in the door punching. And, right. And um, and then you though got married, had kids, and you didn't have to be that aggressive. Things started to make sense. Well, this was you know when we first got out. Well, that's, but that wasn't the way you communicated. That was you being triggered in the situation. Well, that was a result We're of just, me not being able to communicate. Right. Properly. There you go. It was about your passivity because you weren't actually talking. You were just bottling it up and you were saying, you know, no, no, no. It's okay. Whatever I have to say, it's, right. it's, yeah, it's not important. And that in itself is what would make me criticize it would make me because it would trigger me and being aggressive i would come at you about it and i would be like would you just make up your mind just make up your mind <laughs> and then you would feel what whenever i would you know lose it with you no, i would just come back with the same energy it was yeah. the reaction and and that's how you feel when you're backed into a corner sometimes and thank god we've kind of worked through that we've never been violent in our relationship yeah well not with um, each other yeah we've yeah, each right. been violent with a wall <laughs> now and a door. i i was in a, a relationship that was extremely violent um and because of that i am always very careful that i don't expect that and um i did for a while when we first got together i expected every time you touched me that you were going to hurt me yeah you still kind of had some Latent issues. What? Latent issues. Okay, well, I can barely hear you, so uh, I hope that they can hear you. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, some latent issues from your previous relationship, which, right. you know, is completely understandable. Yeah, but it didn't excuse the fact that I didn't want to address it. And that's kind of where I'm going with this is I want to know from you, when did you realize that we had a communication issue that needed to be addressed? <clears throat> I think it's, you know, when the big D started getting juggled around. Okay, I think it started really getting guess. serious. You know, when we start both are, you know, had our moments with debating whether or not we were going to get a divorce. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, we never debated whether we were going to get a divorce. We debated whether or not we wanted to get a divorce. 
And and there's a big difference between wanting to get a divorce and and saying we're getting a divorce. Yeah. We were just smart enough to communicate with each other that that's how we were feeling. Yeah. I think that was, you know, a big point for me because you know, I it got to the point where I was finding the logic in in divorce and yeah. and that scared me because <laughs> Uh, and know, I was in the same place. There's, there's not a lot more I, I, that I hold higher than my family. Yeah. And I was exactly in the same place, too. And the problem is, we were each secretly in that place, and we weren't communicating at all. And um, and it was only when kind of the poop floated, <laughs> so to speak. And, and we realized that if we didn't do something now, that one of us was going to fail. And at the time, it just happened to be me, because yeah. that's who crashed first. When I was finally able to tell you um, with assertive communication how I felt, the first thing you came at me with was, you're crazy, you're delusional. You're, you know, you need to listen better in therapy and all of these type comments because the things that I were say that I was saying did not make sense to you. Yeah, it, it didn't. It, it totally didn't. Because it was such a drastic change from who I was. Now, if I had like shared each and every step of the process, don't you think you probably would have seen it a little better? But I didn't even know I had depression. So I didn't even know I was crashing, you know. Yeah. Denial is one of your gifts. Yeah, it is. Denial is one of my gifts, but not so much anymore. Yes. Because now, one of the main things that we're doing when we are having a discussion about anything, mostly about the kids, that I think is the only time that we get pretty serious is when we're talking about the kids or finances. So when we're talking about the kids and we say, okay, this is what this one's doing. This is what that one's doing. If I say to you, why? Why is this kid doing this right now? What's going on with this kid? How does that feel to you? If um, I say just like that. It's kind of like, um, like I feel like you're demanding answers from me, like immediately, you know, why are you allowing this, you know? you're the parent in the situation what's going on and why is this happening why aren't and your fault what makes it the most uh aggressive is it tone is it most of the time it's tone it's totally tone because i it's tone and energy you know it really feels like you know <coughs> you know I'm, I'm being pushed down and you know that's the point in which i start to react so let's talk about the unique situation that we're in about that tone thing. Because I didn't always sound like this. I sounded pretty feminine. I mean, I would say, uh, granted, I was an alto in choir, but I sounded really girly. And as my voice started to shift, you started to react more triggered. Especially whenever I would say things or say things like, um, did you or are they if I would ask questions for a responsible answer you would be triggered and 
it was about the tone. And I've had to learn that I have to soften it sometimes, especially if I'm in coach mode. If I've been coaching all day and I'm like, you know, this is how you need to do this in respect to this aspect, I'm going to come at you about it too. I'm going to be like, okay, this is, it's the same way when you would come home after being in the nerdery all day and you would come home with all the nerd content, you know? It, was, it sort of feels the same for me, and so I have to uh, be mindful. Okay, turn the volume down and chill. And that's good because that's you grounding me because you demand something different than what I offer. It's grounding. That works both ways because, mm. you know, where I'm running around in, in la-la land with my <laughs> creative whatever, you know, you also keep me, you know, close to earth with, well, you know, certain responsibilities I need to, to make sure that I'm focusing on. Yeah, just, motivate. Not just, you know, whatever, whatever butterflies. It's hard though, I have to admit, it's hard to motivate and encourage. I've always been a natural born motivator, but I've not always been a natural born encourager. And what changed that was having the kids. Hands down, having the kids changed absolutely everything. Not actually the physical part of it. That was a nightmare. But once we got through all that recognizing in our kids that they communicate better than we do yeah, they're direct uh it's just okay granted two of them are on the spectrum <laughs> okay so we got we got lucky i say you know okay, because so bubby is very direct bubby is very direct scary direct is what i used <laughs> to call it scary direct um but you know, even Alex is is very direct, and Lucas, and help us all, Oliver. Um, I believe though that going into adulthood, it's going to be a difficult process for them if they engage with people outside of our community, because our community is really accepting of kind of diverse language. You know, Quentin and I talked about uh, being politically correct a lot. You know, him being a little too direct. Well, where's the line? It, and that is that is a big deal. Where's the line? And you have to define it in your own family. And people don't realize that. You can define it yourself individually, but you also have to look at the whole of the family and each individual um, personality. I never would have... Um, called anyone on the, on the autism spectrum uh, an Aspie kid. I wouldn't have. That's what Quentin identifies with, mm -hmm. you know. And so it's just one of those silly situations, I think. Yeah, I felt weird about it the first time I heard him say it. And I was like, who am I? You know? <laughs> but it's kind of like you used to get super offended because the kids would say things like fat. You couldn't stand it when they directly would ask me, why are you fat? Yeah, and just, it never bothered me. It's just me. the way it sounded. It, I thought it sounded rude. Well, I, <laughs> you probably thought it sounded rude because you may have gotten chewed out for that. I think the word tacky sounds rude because, oh, God save the queen. My grandmother, who would go and get her hair done up every week, came home one time after getting her hair done up and took her little scarf off and said, oh, my hair looks so tacky, doesn't it? 
I thought she meant sticky, and it did. It looked sticky. It looked like cotton candy. So I said, yes, Granny, it looks so tacky. She gave me devil eyes. That was the only time I saw that, that Christian woman give devil eyes. And she said, that's the rudest thing anyone has ever said to me. <laughs> I, was crushed. Would you ask? I was crushed. I was crushed. Well, you know, that that's one of those things. Why ask if you don't really want to know? And we had Especially that. if there's a kid around. Yeah. You ask a kid that. Yeah, and, and we had a problem doing that for a while because our parents did that to us. So, you know, we would ask our kids, you know, <laughs> questions that we knew they were going to answer wrong. I got to get a drink. Have cotton mouth all the time. I sort of expect the kids to give us the David Spade answer of everything. Like, does this make me look fat? No, your face does. Yeah, <laughs> up your butt's a big one with us. Where is this? Is it up your butt? And you I know. Butt? Yeah. Did you check your butt? I know that one day they are gonna say that to a teacher. So, all of the Highland teachers. I apologize up front. It started out as a hilarious joke. At least we yeah, thought it was. Boats and Hose was a hilarious joke. <laughs> oh, Boats and Hose. Yes. Yes, that was a good one, too. Because Oliver is an adorable child that likes to throw tantrums. And it used to be really bad before he had ABA therapy. And he likes uh, fruit and um, whipped cream and, like, cottage cheese salad. And so we would always go to, uh, what's that place called? That buffet place. Their favorite place in the world. Oh, um. With the fountain that really. Golden Corral. Golden Corral, my kid's favorite place in the whole wide world. Okay. Uh, anyway, I don't want to talk too much about that. <laughs> so, um, he would demand to have some of the cottage cheese salad. And if they were out, it was an ordeal. So in order to make light of the situation, I did something foolish, which was tell him that the name of that, when he asked me, was Boats and Hose. Where did that come from? Because we thought it would be hilarious, since it was hilarious on Step Brothers, <laughs> that if he got frustrated, he would yell that he wanted Boats and Hose, as opposed to, I want cottage cheese salad turned out to be not so funny anyway so that's another one of those things you know assertive communication sometimes good sometimes bad he totally clearly understood what I was telling him and he utilized it and yeah so I'm a little bit scarred now just thinking about Golden Corral yeah we're not we're not anyway okay so where were we what were we talking about are we done I don't know, are we? Did we have a good conversation? I think so. I'm trying to remember where we were before it was going because I interjected that and Yeah, well that's okay. It's just a conversation. We derail all the time. If if anybody knows where we are and we need to go back to it, just put that in the comments and <laughs> we'll address that at some point. You'll see that we do that a lot around here. But um not usually with Alex. She's on point oh, all the was, time. I think it was the up your butt. Oh, yeah, the up your butt. Check up your butt. A lot of stuff comes from the office, too. We have a lot of office communication around here. I think a lot of the times it's because before the kids will take a second to look for something, they'll ask us where it is. Yeah, and we have Alexa in the kitchen, and we have Google in every single room. Plus, they all have devices, and they will still come in and ask us what time it is. 
infinite plus knowledge. we have clocks surrounded by infinite knowledge it's like holy cow we're really doing this right now i'll stop doing what i'm doing to look at my cell phone because i'm a fool that's that's why i do it it's instinct so yeah we're gonna cut that crap out so at some point we actually we have communicated with each other enough to say we need to communicate better with the kids and because the kids have to learn to communicate better um, and then we can be all one big happy covid free family and i guess that's where it really matters though because you guys you know, speak up. i said i guess that's where it really matters because you know after we're gone who's left they are wow <laughs> jeez louise sunrise sunset right there yikes well thank you for coming yeah. in here in my space thank and you for having me it was fun yeah and we're going to have you next time i think too because next time i want to do a q and a with you because people have questions okay all kinds of questions and so i'll answer questions so we want to answer questions next time um, because i just proved to y'all that we can effectively communicate and so y'all effectively communicate with us let us know what kind of unique struggles y'all have and in addition let us know what you want to know more about we're open books here so i guess uh subscribe to my channel like my stuff and share 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 because you know i gotta get out there guys thank you thank you thank you and we'll see you on this is Thursday. Oh my God, it's pizza night. It's pizza night. It's pizza night. You never know who it might help. <sighs> yes, you never know who it might help. So please, that's really all I want to do is help as many people as I can. Whether it's just with some flexible thinking or whether it's motivation and encouragement. Any of that. I am a certified professional life coach uh, as well as a neuro-linguistic programming practitioner. So please, just like, share, do all that good stuff and we'll see you Tuesday I got it right this time by the mm -hmm. way I practiced it I did I should have recorded that and uh, thank you